All right, we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the DJ Life podcast with bow, our bow. with That's Eric a, from good. afar doing our. Oh, my, see, my volume's up. Eric is from afar on the Zoom, which people listening to the audio won't know a difference. Um, Perfect. I'm actually behind on getting the audio updates. Someone mentioned that to me. I forgot about them. Need to get those audios. But anyways, we're joined today by the one and only karaoke master, Chad Blackburn. Bow, bow, bow. There's your sound effects. (laughs) Cool. Perfect. Um, So, uh, Chad... Tell us about before we just get rolling. Uh, so we get a good idea. Um, tell us how you got into DJing and how you wound up where you're at today, and then you can just tell just tell us all your shit. All right. Well, I'll start in the beginning, and uh, so it was um, shoot back in 2010. Um, I was doing marble, granite, travertine, like um, wholesale in a warehouse, and. Um, I'd gone out, started doing a karaoke night with some buddies and my, my, at that time, this is, yeah, I guess it was a little bit before that with my wife, um, who wasn't my wife at the time, she was my girlfriend and, uh, and fiance and you know how that, how that whole thing works. Uh-huh. Um, so we, we, we started going out. Somebody was like, Hey, you got a good microphone voice, you know, like you, do you think you want to come over and like host some post some karaoke for us. And I was like, yeah, you know, like use some extra money on the side. Why not? You know, and I come out anyways. So that happened. Um, then I was very shortly later that didn't, you know, that they ended up not the company ended up moving and yada, yada. We, um, decided to start our own company, uh, me and a buddy. And, um, I was more the, more of just the, I had a bonus at the time. So I had some money and he was more of the talent. He was a better host and knew what he was doing. Um, so I bought the equipment. He was going to host, teach me how to host better. Um, things didn't work out. He ended up uh, going his own way. And uh, I was stuck with some equipment that I didn't know what to do with. And so I, uh, instead of selling it off, I just decided to go at it and um, try to start hosting myself and uh, moved to San Diego, started pounding the pavement and uh, got a few spots in San Diego and um, just kind of grew from there. Uh, shortly after that, I was asked to DJ there. They really liked my in-between music. I, I I hate having like dead air. Like that just, it always bothered me. You That's know? the biggest no. All right. Yeah. Exactly. No matter what. Yeah. Okay. Um. I hated it, man. So I always made sure as soon as the song ended, I did their outro and as I was doing their outro, the filler music was coming up and just kept that energy going and the bar loved it. They're like every other karaoke person we've ever had has never done that. You know, it's just dead air until mm-hmm. the air comes up. So they're like, well, if you can do that and keep the energy up on a Monday night and you've turned this place into like a ghost town uh, or from a ghost town into what it is now, they're like, do you think you can come DJ for us on the weekend? And I said, sure course like i didn't know how to do i didn't know but i I, all i knew was if it meant keeping the energy up in the room i can do that now as far as mixing and blending i had no idea um but they they didn't seem concerned with that so i said i could do it the pay was really good um you know it added some extra nights in our rotation so i took it on and um very quickly i went from working you know three nights a week to 
pretty much seven nights a week. And other bars were approaching me, asking me if I can work for their work at their venue also. And I was tapped out, you know, I was, I'm a loyal guy. So the, the bar that had given me this chance, I was obviously not just going to bail on them for the first, for the next, you know, the next thing. So, um, my only option was, is to ask somebody else if they would work with right. me, you know, yeah. hire you on and, and bring you on. And, um, luckily that guy was very li- likable. He had a ton of energy like myself. We just, we, we, you know, bounced off each other really well. And, um, so that turned into us hiring somebody else and somebody else. And, you know, we just naturally started growing. Our brand started growing. What, year, was, what year was this that you started like expanding out like that? It, it all happened pretty quickly. I moved to San Diego in 2010. So that's kind of where I, I, even though I started before 2010, I kind of start, that's when my company started becoming, you know, what it is, is in 2010. So this is all around like between 2010 and 2011. Um, we grew really quick. Um, in fact, the company that we were working with, they were asking me if I can fly to Colorado and set up the same kind of program we were doing in San Diego for their Colorado branch. And if I could go out to Tucson and do that for their Tucson branch. So I was going to Tucson, I was going to Colorado. I was hiring these, um, hosts that can also DJ and providing them the music and providing them the kind of the format of what we were doing. And it was crazy because all of a sudden we had all these checks coming in the mail, you know, like I couldn't keep track. Like I would go to the mailbox and it was like, check, 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 check. And I was like, all right, you know, cash, cash. And we had all this money coming in and then, and then something really sucky happened. And that's, uh, I got a call from the bar. Hey, your guy didn't show up in, in Tucson. So I called the guy, Hey, nothing, no answer. No, you know, can't find this guy. He disappeared. Took my equipment, took my money, my hard drives, like everything. Never heard from the guy again. So I got super worried. I didn't have myself like protected back then. There was nothing. So I just, I, I went to the bar and I said, look, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know this situation. So maybe I'll just stick with San Diego. You know, like let's, yeah. let's this is, I don't want to get more of my equipment stolen. And um, so we scaled back. We, we grew really fast. And I'm not afraid of growth normally, but that, that I was so new to being an entrepreneur that it, 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 you know, it shook me. So we scaled back and decided to build up San Diego. And, um, yeah, this was around 2012 and, um, all of a sudden we just started getting more and more spots and we started marketing that we always made sure we had a banner. We always made sure our logo was showing and it got to the point where people were started calling us. And it was great because every few months I would go down and pound the, pound the pavement and just go door to door. And he, you know, I hated being a sale. I hated being one of those briefcase salesmen, you know, walk in with, Hey, uh, can I interest you in a karaoke night? You know, it's right, right. something that had to happen. It had to be done, but I just, I wasn't a fan of it. Um, so it, it just, it was nice when they started being like, Hey, you're, you're the karaoke guy or, Hey, you can DJ or this or that. And, I was like, yeah, and I'm just one of those guys that I have a hard time saying no. So if if it was something I think I could make happen, I would make it happen. Yeah. Cool. How, how big is your team now? So right now we are sitting at about 18 of us. Um, we have two different branches. We have a branch in San Diego, and then we have, it's 
expands to about two hours outside of San Diego, um, down to, it's called Redlands. Um, it's more inland and, um, we do Redlands, Riverside. Um, I call it our Riverside branch down there. And we have about four team members down there that are doing multiple gigs. And mm -hmm. then we have, um, the rest in San Diego. Yeah. And you, you own, so you own all the gear and it's just like employee type, uh, filling the shoes and whatnot. See, that's yeah. so cool. Cause like, I mean, you know, you hear plenty of multi-ops. I'm a multi-op. He's a multi, everyone's a fucking multi-op, but, um, you know, we're, I mean, and Rick has his side weird jobs that he does too, but it's like weddings on the weekend on Saturdays, period. You know, like you, your guys are doing, you know, Monday through Friday, like weekday, right? Like, um, and staying super busy too. Um, uh, <laughs> Wednesdays are one of our like busiest days right now. Like Wednesdays, I can't even keep up with. I just, really? have, that, I can't hire people fast enough and train them to keep up with our Wednesday demand. Uh huh. huh That's like, cool. The like um, midweek peak. Hmm. Yeah. Hump day. I always, uh, I have, um, because I have a couple DJs and whatnot, and I, I can't remember who is the last person. I've definitely, it's been suggested to me before. I was like, oh, you guys should try and do what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like try and pick up some karaoke nights. And I'm like, dude, I don't know fucking anything about karaoke. Like I'm not trying to undermine what y'all do. You know what I mean? Like I remember in, in California when the, when I met you, um, and you got, you were doing at the house that night. What, uh, Coachella? everyone's drinking uh, and you were doing, yeah, Coachella. Um, and you were doing karaoke and it was seriously crazy because I've seen karaoke and I'm like, okay, this is uh, karaoke, you know, um, that was just different. It was just different. And it was it like i was laughing and like yeah you're not gonna get me to sing because i'm just not that dude but i definitely was like standing close by and like watching and like participating whether i was singing or not you know what i mean yeah um it was just a different uh it was a true vibe created which is uh definitely not some shit i've seen with karaoke before you know um so there's definitely a, a reason uh y'all have done what you've done you know and they always say with multi-ops like oh multi-ops only as good as the owner or whatever they i don't know if that's the exact but basically like the brains behind the thing expands into uh the rest um and rick if you had if you had seen it you'd you'd know what i was talking about it was just fun it was more fun and yet again i will be the first to say i not a karaoke fan um, I've seen the clips of what he does and everything, and it it definitely looks different than any other karaoke I've seen. Has no one ever suggested that to you ever, Rick? Oh, trust me. Well, so we have karaoke through Ralph, our the one DJ we got. Ralph, he does it during the week. It's like his own hustle. He does it at one uh -huh. of the bars or uh, like Lucky. I think it's Lucky Thirty Two in Raleigh. He does their karaoke nights over there, and he DJs too. Uh -huh. Um. So if anybody like contacts us like, oh, do you guys do karaoke? I'm like, I just need to hook you up with Ralph. You, he'll right. he'll take care of you because I really don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, I have two subs that do it um, and I get hit up, but I'm just like, 
I just pass it to them. I'm, I'm like, tell me how much you want me to charge them to do, for you to do the karaoke. Well, the, the attractive thing about it is weekday work, is steady weekday work. Because, um, yep. yes, I would like if, let's say, we were awesome at it, whatever the hell, um, I still wouldn't replace weekends with it because we're doing the the what we would we do right now like all the weddings Mm -hmm. but the other days and um it would just be um more income you know because the dudes that my full-time djs they just only work on the weekends which i'm such a workaholic i don't really understand that but it's up to them um but it would keep them busy you know um that's hard like you said you know door-to-door salesman type stuff and i'm sure you don't do that anymore because it's like because now you're exponential growth now you're out there and people are i saw your post about hooters um uh taking advantage does that shit happen a lot it does it does yeah it believe it or not and there there is a spot that we're actually doing in redlands for trivia that um I, i agreed to do a free night just because the competitor in that area offers it for so cheap. I can't compete with it, but we offer such a better product. I went and saw the gu- other guys and I was just like, man, we blow these guys out of the water. And I just want this venue to see the difference. I'm like, right. Whether they only do one night or not, at least they'll get to see a superior product. You know, uh-huh. I mean, like, when it's time to make that change, maybe they'll think of me, but Hooters was, this is the second time they tried to pull that on me. You know, like I said, years ago, they did that in San Diego. And uh, the, I think the manager just liked karaoke. And so he's like, oh, cool. I could get a free karaoke night if I get this guy to come out. And then he just gotcha. goes, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. But we stick to, we're, people know us now. Like our our brand is pretty well built. People know what they're getting. So I have a pretty good, uh, you know, when people ask me for a discount or this or that, I'm just like, nah. You know, we're, we're busy enough. We don't need to do that. You know, if right. you want it, try it, you know. And if you like it, cool if not then it's not your your thing then we'll we'll move on mm-hmm. but it's yeah so like in a way what would you say makes your karaoke different than your competitors in, in general people have seen karaoke everywhere what makes yours different well see i'm starting to see a lot of people start to transition when i moved okay. to san diego every karaoke place i went to the dj was sitting down they had no energy they were playing 80s videos in Mm -hmm. between which is cool i like 80s you know but it just wasn't you know there was no real quick volume up it was like okay so and so's done uh thank you and then they would start to bring you know maybe bring some music in while the next person came up if they were good some people just like i said didn't even play music in between but if they were decent but like i said there was just no energy you know it was one of those monotone and who wants to come up and play the next song? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I tell all my DJs, unless you're injured or something or have a broken foot or something like that, you know, like we stand, we stand, we smile, we, we, you know, move to the, move to the song. Like, I don't want to just see you standing there like this, you know, like that's just, it's just not, not mm-hmm. our brand. And uh-huh. so um, that, that sets us apart and just keeping the energy up. Um, I train all my DJs to, you know, as one volume, one volume's going down, we use two different programs. So we use the older virtual DJ because it has a, a, a fade in and fade out. I know the new one does too, but it's a little bit more difficult to set the fade in and fade out. We have a smart fade on the old, like uh, virtual DJ seven that just works really well with karaoke. 
for the video. So even though I love the newer features in the newer virtual DJ or Serato, for karaoke purposes, we use the older virtual DJ and with our and then our karaoke software, and we're able to balance the two at the same time to bring up the volumes. So there's never that dead air. There's never that awkwardness, um, cool. and that just it it sets us apart. Yeah. What a because I get, you know, I get asked, oh, can you do karaoke? And I always just say, oh, we don't have the equipment, which is true, but I don't even know what that consists of. Honestly, I've never done the research. I, I know it. I guess you need a TV. Like what, what is the equipment that you need as, as opposed to a DJ controller and some speakers, you know, really all you would need is a set of microphones and maybe a TV on a tripod. Mm-hmm. I like to use so I don't like to use a controller. So I don't use a DJ controller when I'm doing karaoke. Uh, I have my music set up to where I can, DJ, you know, I can bring up the vault, you know, I can mix on my computer. Right. Um, and so it goes can, through the playlist kind of thing and you can readjust the songs in order you need to. Yeah, I can like add virtual add. DJ. It's, I actually did that at uh, strip club DJing, um, but it's the same concept yeah. is, is that. So cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I can right click and mix in now, you know, and it, you know, comes down as the next song's coming in and to the average person, they're not going to know the difference. No. Now, if you have a DJ in the room, that's, you know, well, it's being, not, you're not trying to beat match. It's not the same. Yeah. You're not, that's it's a karaoke night. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different. Is, is there like a, a pool you go to to get lyric videos and stuff like that? Is there so like- there, there is. Um, uh, there's karaoke version, which pretty much has almost any karaoke song. And it, I buy them a la carte. So I don't buy the big packs of songs because I have so many. And when you do that, uh-huh. you start getting duplicates. And I just it just fills up your hard drive with unnecessary okay. yeah. duplicates. So I'll buy them a la carte. You know, I'll, I always make sure I have internet on the spot. So I'm doing a, this Saturday, I'm doing a Spanish karaoke. Oh, I don't nice. speak a lick of Spanish. And, um, but I know I can get the songs. So yeah. what I'm going to do is make sure I have a hotspot. I have a translator with me. And basically whatever song they want, I can, if I don't have it, I'll download it on the spot and load it in and, and it's this is a corporate event, so you know, make a lot more than I would in a bar. Yeah, for sure. Huh. So and you I, could even try to do the Spanish songs, even though you can't speak Spanish at all. Just like straight stumbling okay. through it, you're like, uh, yo tango, uh, so, <laughs> Nero. <laughs> I'm I mostly asked that question because I figured that's kind of a professional thing that sets you apart. Because I don't know, I've been to a few bars that do the karaoke, and it's amazing how many times you see someone they just look for the YouTube lyric video and pull it up, and it plays on the TV, and they're running an ox feed out to whatever garbage speaker system they have. And I've seen that too. I actually had a bar switch from us. Um, I won't work with this bar anymore in San Diego because they're just cheap as can be. Uh-huh. And- we built up their karaoke night and then they decided to go with another company for 25 or I don't even know if they went. I just remember there was like a $25 difference. And this guy, I, I went over and I saw through the window and he's literally pulling up YouTube video and just streaming it. He wasn't even yeah. like, I didn't have a YouTube downloader. Like at least if I get a YouTube version, yeah. I'll, I'll get the karaoke version for one. I won't get the lyric version. I'll get the actual karaoke version yeah. if I'm going to read it from and, and I'll download it. So it's physically on my computer. And then I'll play it through virtual DJ. That's only if I can't find the song. Like if I can't find a karaoke version and there is a version on YouTube, I'll get it for my customer because Mm -hmm. that's what I do. And there's a lot of people that will rip on people that do that. 
But as make, long as you're not streaming it, I mean, I think you, you know you're making it happen. Yeah. But there's a lot of there's a lot of songs out there that people will go make and put on YouTube that you just can't find the, uh, an actual version to. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie, YouTube has saved me. I'm all about paying for my my music, but YouTube's has saved me for a few times because it's always one difficult customer that comes up and you're like, yeah, I have any song, and they come up and they pick the one song that you can't yeah. find and. <laughs> Like okay, at least YouTube has it. Uh huh. Um, you said karaoke software earlier. What is that? Are you talking so, about old Virtual DJ or? No, it's, uh, you can use Virtual DJ. Um, I started out using Karma. I was trained on Karma. Um, that's uh, that's the software I've always used. It's not always been my favorite because it's had its bugs. It's had its. I, the 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 owner of it is not the easiest when it comes to walking you through um uh-huh. you know how to fix issues yeah but we've managed to make it work and i'm used to it i like the layout and so that's what we use well uh, it's got a newer layout versus some of the other the other karaoke softwares i've seen i've never even seen karaoke software i, I mean gonna... i guess it's like a combination of yeah, you like a, a mixer on your laptop for the music and then syncing the video to the <laughs> screen or well because karaoke files are mp3 plus g so that they're oh. in a zip file so that they play the the video it's a video file with an mp3 file yeah. and it'll mash them together so that they link up now you can drop that into virtual dj and it'll play it but sit, it didn't always used to do that so like carry so so soft karaoke software that's why people use it and you can do other things you you know you can change the pitch you can change the key you can put it on multiple screens you know if you have a um even though you can do that on virtual dj they have like a third screen option so if you wanted to see a certain thing you wanted something to be on your tv and then you wanted something else to be up on the um, venue tv Mm -hmm. i got you there's little extra things that djs might not need little extra bonuses really because if, yeah. if I remember right, the way Virtual DJ worked, you you let you like told it what video file to play for when you're playing the MP3 file. And I used to play with it back in the day, the you video side of Virtual a, DJ. Like a video clip and a, a GIF, a GIF, whatever, onto the. But if I remember, right, doesn't it like link like when you're playing a song, you can tell Virtual DJ when this song plays, play this other video or whatever. You can link the two, or does it play uh, the audio from the video? I can't remember. I think in the newer version, I don't know if you can in the older version. I don't know. I haven't really messed with it. I've it's never, been a minute. Yeah, I've never really messed around with it too much other than just using it what we use it for. I remember um, when that was all the rage at high school and everything to do the video mixing. It, I love it. I love having videos. I, I do. If I can do a, an event with a video, I, I, I just love it because people, most of the time people haven't seen the music video. and uh-huh, That's actually, yeah. Are you nowadays? Uh, you're not strict. You you do some weddings here and there, though, still, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do weddings. Um, I'm actually flying out to Oregon. I have two weddings in Oregon this year that I'm going out to help another DJ. Uh, so I'll be going to do that. Um, I have a couple weddings in San Diego. Uh, I've gone to do me- uh, weddings in Mexico. Yeah. Um, I do. I've been doing a lot of corporate, and the reason why, like, we're I'm getting these corporate gigs, not because I'm a great corporate marketer it's because people it, it's just it's it's word of mouth it's going crazy so i got the 
the contract for uh, Pfizer about five years ago, and maybe even six now. Pfizer, like, Pfizer Pharmaceuticals. Yeah. So you know that name it, now, girl, girl, <laughs> shit. I got, it because, I got it because their caterer went to one of my karaoke nights downtown and said, this guy's awesome. He plays really good music. Can we have him as a DJ? Uh -huh. So I went out and did one of their luncheons. Well, they liked the music that I played during the luncheon so much. They said, cool. Can you come do our fun run? I said, sure, I can do your fun run. Man. Then they said, hey, can you do our holiday party? And I'm like, yeah, I could do your holiday party, you know? Okay, we're going to need upstairs and downstairs. I'm like, well, that's going to be a little extra money. They're like, oh, we don't care. Like, whatever you want to charge us. They're like, this is the end of the year. We need to spend more money. They're like, is there anything else you can you can provide us? And like, don't be afraid. Corporates said, are so much fun for that reason. <laughs> I said, I got a photo booth. I got this. They said, cool, bring it all. Just charge so us whatever. So I... <laughs> I'm They're like, we just made seven hundred billion dollars on a vaccine. We don't give a shit. We need more. F we ha well, and they all they they set budgets for the year. Like they set their entertainment budget, and they have to spend it by the end of the year. So at the Ooh. end of the year, when the holiday they have a big budget, they they have to spend it. I, I remember. I wish cor I need corporate to come back. I miss it so much. Well, this is where I messed well, I didn't mess up, but I just it was learning. It was all part of learning is, you know, six years ago when I did their first event, I charged them five hundred bucks. Ah. And you know, I was like I was nervous. I'm like, okay, I'm used to doing bars and restaurants, you know, here's a big corporate company. Okay, five hundred bucks. Don't say no, don't say no, don't don't say no. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I started doing more with them and bringing the photo booth, you know, okay, I bumped it up thousand, you know, fifteen hundred. And then I did I did one of their big holiday parties and I think I was at around $2,000 at that point, you know, and um, they had a magician and the magician came up and he's like, Hey, can I put my briefcase behind your, your DJ facade? And I was like, sure. And at the end of the night, you know, he came up, he's like, dude, great music. You know, it's so much fun. Uh, we'll have to work together again. And I'm like, I'm like, cool, man. He's like, yeah, these, these, these things pay great, huh? And I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, dude. You know, I roll in. I was like, I was like, just, just curious, you know, because I had been there for hours. I'd run cables, <laughs> I run, you know, everything. Oh, <laughs> Grabbed his briefcase and and I was just like, hey, just curious, you know, like like what 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 do you charge them for this? And he's like, oh, five five grand. <laughs> I was like, you've been here for two hours. Briefcase, <laughs> you know. I was, at, at that point, I was like, from now on, I'm five thousand and up, you know, for for that. Uh -huh. like, so. Yeah, it's been great. You know, they just called us back. So they're finally starting to get do some events uh, after COVID because we reached out to them, you know, and they're just like, we're too busy right now with the vaccine and all of that stuff. So but they they passed this on to other pharmaceutical companies. So we've been doing other corporate stuff for other um, Vert, uh, Zyrtex, um, all these other the printing. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, you know, growing. And that wasn't even for karaoke. That was just for DJing because somebody was out at my karaoke night. I'm getting a lot of corporate stuff, including Disney, all of those stuff, simply because we offer karaoke and they maybe want to have an hour of karaoke or they want to do it. They want it to be an option. So and they know I can handle like the DJ side of it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. It's, it's cool, man. It's, that that karaoke adds just that that perfect foot in the door, yeah. you know, like. I really do get that question all the time. You remind uh, me so much of how much I need to get back into like pushing for corporate again. 
<laughs> I backed off so heavy. Like I had so much lined up for 2020 when it came to corporate and then COVID happened and hit them all up in 21. And they were like, nah, we're not doing anything until this all dies down some more. Well, I have a buddy that owns an entertainment company um, in, in LA and he's, he does a lot of corporate mm-hmm. and he's the one that got me the Disney stuff, but he doesn't have a karaoke guy. So he's yeah. been getting me a ton of these, these, these corporate gigs and all this stuff because I'm now his karaoke guy. Right. But like I said, he knows I can DJ too. So he pitches them DJing karaoke, all of this stuff. And if it works out for karaoke, he calls me up. I drive down there and I do it. So, I mean, you guys could do the same thing. If you like Rick, if you get a corporate gig, throw in karaoke, you know, say, Hey, we'll throw on karaoke for an extra blah, blah, blah. And you don't have to do it. Call me up. I'll come do it for you. You know, like it's, you know, and then it, it just works out, you know, like, you don't or find somebody in your market that does yeah. karaoke and you don't have to necessarily do it yourself. Yeah, I was talking to someone about that. They were asking me about my strategic partnerships I have. That would be a good one to get to find someone that does karaoke well. Like Eric's my photo booth. <laughs> I'm the photo booth and the roadie. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I mean, it's the reason we got into photo booths is the same thing that we're talking about. Um, it was like someone would hit us, hit us up to for a DJ and they're like, oh, do you guys do photo booths? No. And they're like, oh, okay, we're going to get someone who does photo booths so we can buy it together. It was like, fuck. You know, <laughs> like, so, uh, so we added photo booths, which I regret so much. Um, I guess now, now we're deep into it and whatever it is, what it is. But, uh, but, um, yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, I like I like his idea of finding someone that does it. You just gotta well, find yeah. someone. Yeah, um, you don't have to just do it. Yeah, just sub it. What the hell? I got a bottle of Zyrtec right here, by the way. Um, there we go. We just uh, I know. I've been down in so much. Uh, what is it? Uh, sinus medicine, whatever. Um, yeah. Um. Hmm. So what are you what are you gonna do to get back all this corporate stuff, Rick? I don't know yet. I'm gonna go find those emails from those people corporate, I was talking to. Corporate events are definitely happening again here. They are. Yeah. I don't I don't know if like uh, like I had Cone Health and a few other ones. I don't know if they're back on them yet. Um, Matt yeah. did a Google thing. Hmm. Um whatever i've been so yeah, sidetracked with all the wedding we've demand done, we've done sony playstation we've done google we've done southwest airlines um disney uh i know i'm i know i'm forgetting some other big ones uh conan o'brien um you know for for comic-con when he mm-hmm. came we did a big uh, trivia event through him all because we also did their we did karaoke at that venue so they were like oh yeah we got a guy that does trivia too so it just having all those options have um, has, has opened so many doors for us. And most of these events, I mean, some of them, it's either all karaoke or it's maybe three or four karaoke songs. And then like I'm DJing, you know, I'm, right. I'm, so it could go either way. Um, you know, just in this last month, I did I had two very opposite. I did one for the Amer- uh, American Jail Association. So it's a bunch of sheriffs and stuff and jailers from all over the United States all came together 
and they just wanted karaoke. Like soon as soon as they walked into the room, they're like signing up. And so we had a full on karaoke night. Plus they were dancing. I was playing in between, you know, they were doing just, it was, it was insane. And then, then we had another one where I walked in and I thought I was going to be doing karaoke and I ended up doing their raffle. I ended up doing, introducing their magician. I was introducing the president, you know, I was the master of ceremonies. I was, you know, we ended up doing two karaoke songs and then they danced the whole night. So it just, you never know what, but again, we wouldn't have gotten that contract if we hadn't have offered karaoke. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems like a door opener. Um, let's see in the chat. Content Covered the gear. Also, I'll be doing a karaoke night at Marquee um, here in a few weeks. Are you? Are you just doing the like? Uh, are you hosting the thing, or are you just the opening? Night. Yeah, the opening night. I'm bringing my equipment. I'm you know doing the full like uh, it's it's the 13th. I'll be you know I think somebody's I think uh, I'm not sure if they're gonna have somebody DJ right before me or not. Kind of like the welcoming thing. Then I'm gonna do the welcoming party, uh, like a welcoming um, speech, whatever. And then uh-huh. we're gonna go into karaoke, and we're just gonna. It's going to be just a karaoke dance party kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm just going to create a vibe in the room. That's and, Monday night? Yeah. Cool. Um, are you doing it again at all through the week? No, I wish. Um, I think I might. I know there's a closing party that's going to be on a yacht um, that uh, DJ Lance um, uh is going to, is putting together and then he asked myself and jordan marshall to kind of dj it so i'm i'm not sure if that's still happening last i heard it is but um i think i'm pretty sure that's still good to go i haven't he said he was going to make a like an advertisement for it but i haven't i haven't gotten it yet um <laughs> yeah i i wish that you weren't fucking doing it on monday night i'm not even going to be there until tuesday morning my plane doesn't even i'm leaving tuesday morning to go Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and then on the sixteenth, I, th- I I'm I'm actually the last person going, and then my plane leaves like an hour after my seminar, so I gotta like run off the stage and hop in a cab. Oh wow! Um, poor planning on my part, but uh, it's this uh, infant child calling me back, and <laughs> I gotta really minimize as much as possible to go. You know? Yeah. Um, I didn't want to stick Rachel with him too much well i do but you know you know <laughs> i'm lucky now mine are self self-sufficient so for the most part yeah yeah, yeah. how old are yours i have a 13 year old and then 10 year old twins oh, okay my. okay so they they don't seem to kill each other so we can leave them home and go you know go out to dinner or something as long as we stay close by and you know, they, they're all into their games and their phones and this and that. So half the time, they don't even know we're gone. Yeah. 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 I mean, 10 and 13 for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just 10 more years, Eric. 10 more years. <laughs> and you're almost there. <laughs> Wait. I, uh, I always like, because he, he's three months old. And uh, 
I was asking Rachel, I was like, so how old do they have to be before you can spank them? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not trying to spank my kid. I'm just curious. Like, at what point do they understand that? Because right now he's obviously wouldn't even know what's going on. Um, and we like looked it up on Google and apparently at nine months old, they'll understand like uh getting spanked and i like so anytime he does anything like it pisses me off i like do the reverse math i'll be like oh four months four months left <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> he's a trip dude. having a kid is just is a trip that's for sure um i'm good uh, for now how much does it cost to add the karaoke element to a dj set i mean apparently all you need is a tv and a it depends on what you have. Depends how um, you want to do your setup. I like to have a, so I like to have, and this is not necessary, but I like to have a mixer, like a little Yamaha mixer that has its own channels. So maybe like a four channel mixer. For the uh, microphones. Yeah. So you can, you know, you always want to have your microphones independent. So you can, a karaoke, it's all about blending the music with the, with the voice. You know, you uh -huh. get people that are just all vocal. They're yelling into the microphone. You want to turn that down and turn the background music up. You know, you get these people that are very soft spoken and you can't hear them turn their mic up, bring the background volume down, you know, like, so that's, it doesn't cost much. Um, there's some microphones off. Yeah, I do believe it or not. I've tried so many different microphones. I went out and bought I the most expensive it. microphones and bought the cheapest microphones. And I found some killer ones on Amazon right now that are, they're like around not even 200 bucks. They feel heavy they light up there you can't they, you can't put them on individual different wave wave uh lengths or, or what is it um frequencies uh -huh. they're all in the same frequency so it kind of sucks if somebody else in your market is you know well right. like downtown and somebody else is using those microphones we haven't luckily ran into that situation except for ourselves if we're too close we're doing two venues that are too close to each other we'll cross over right um we have two different, in that case, we'll give, you know, this DJ a different brand of microphones and this DJ a different brand. But um, I prefer these ones and they're like, like 190 bucks. You get four microphones. They feel heavy. Like they feel like a real professional microphone and they sound like the best microphone I've, I've used. I've gotten so many compliments on those microphones hmm. and I'm like, they're so inexpensive. Yeah. Oh. Huh. I was about to ask if you use wireless or if you use wired. I, I always use wireless. Gotcha. Huh. Now, I, I hate having people walk around with that cable, you know, that cord dragging around and stuff. I've always used wireless. I've, I've used to use vocal pros and those were about 500 bucks for a set of four. And, um, those are cool, but I really like these, these cheaper ones better. I promise. GTD, the, the GTDs are, what 300 for four something like that something like that what's the so, mic replacement ratio <laughs> not that bad it used to be a lot worse um i mean back in the day man i used to get people dropping the mic all the time and i would lose my mind you know and <laughs> but i think people are more aware these days like i don't see it as much we used to it used to be like every couple of months somebody would drop the microphone now we'll go like maybe once or twice a year somebody will somebody will do something and um you know but but it definitely not as not as common hmm. cool um I'm ready to finally get it so what what is like the 
you don't have to tell me what you charge necessarily, but what what are karaoke rates like um, for uh, not for corporate events? Because obviously that's totally different. It's your normal weekly stuff. Yeah. So typically on the weekday, like we won't, you know, we'll, we'll stick around 250, 275, and that'll get you three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll fill a three hour time block. Um, if, and I'm going to have to redo these prices prices because everything, especially here in California, everything. Oh, yeah. oh, God. I can't even imagine. Yeah, you can't even get a cup of coffee for 300 bucks in California. And it sucks because everybody's mind is still set in, you know, like, like if you were to ask me how much milk is right now, I would probably still tell you what I remember it being as a kid. Like you a know, dollar. like, you know, less like than a dollar. A couple of bucks. Yeah, yeah, a dollar, you know, dollar, dollar fifty, two dollars. But I don't buy the milk. So I don't know, you know, my mm-hmm. wife knows, but I don't know. So if I were to go to the, the store to get milk, I'd be like, holy crap, $5 for a gallon of milk, you know? Yeah. That's the same mindset people have for karaoke and DJ services too. It's like, whoa, you want to charge, you know, $350 for karaoke? You know, like they're used to paying back, you know, a few years ago, there's somebody downtown that would probably charge 150, you know? So back in the day when we used to come in at 250, we were high. You know, they saw the quality. So now, even though we're still 250, like when I go to bump that up, people are going to, I know already I'm going to get back some backlash for that. You know, people are going to be like, oh, that's too expensive. Well, no, look at the price of gas, you know, look at the price of food. Like we got to keep up, you know, I got to be able to guys and still make some money to survive. Just send a big letter to everyone that states all of the reasons before you drop the price increase. Yeah. But it's tricky. Some of our spots, most of our spots are 275 minimum, but a few spots we've been with uh, long enough now that we've worked up to like 350. Um, some of them are even 400 for mm-hmm. a karaoke night. Um, obviously, those ones we go maybe like four hours, four and a half hours at. And that's the reason why we've been able to jump it up. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them we offer multiple services. So we'll do an hour of trivia before karaoke uh-huh. and that chance to charge $200 for trivia and then, you know, $250 for karaoke mm-hmm. and over like a four hour time period. And instead of making, you know, uh, $300, we'll be making what four Yeah. So there's ways to get a little, you know, to like, I've tricked bars before where they've called me in to cut the price. This was back in the day. I had a bar one time and they were like, Hey, we got to drop, we're dropping all of our entertainment prices by $50. So like, we, like, I'm so sorry. We, you know, we love your service and you guys crush it, but the owner wants to do it all across the board, even though your night is the night that makes us more money. And I'm like, okay, well, how about this? Instead of dropping us $50, why don't we come in an hour earlier and do, do trivia. And instead uh, of charging you 250, I'll, or I'll only charge you 200 bucks. So we'll take that $50. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that. So I went out there making, you know, an extra 200 bucks when they were supposed to cut me $50. It's just, it, you know, it's all about tricking them that, you know, or not, not even tricking them, but just, you know, those little ways around it. And right. Yeah. Cause it's those, those places are just front. They have the, the owners at the high level that are just like, if we cut this X out of this area and out of this area and out of this area, We'll make X about much more to make up for whatever the hell they just missed out on or something like that, or they lost last quarter and they don't think about the, they don't know the little fine details of like what actually makes them a lot of money and stuff like that. It's crazy. 
but it's definitely i thought it was interesting just like the fact that you you do do like free nights on occasion for promotion just because like it's something unheard of in like my company or eric's company because we're a lot of one-off clients in a way i actually we when we when we started doing photo booths um i i gave a couple photo booths for free just to get promo material together yeah um, which i later discovered you can literally just purchase on the internet my mistake <laughs> however at the time i didn't know that you know what i mean um i even paid uh for a videographer to, to and we had a whole video shoot and made a, a commercial for the photo booth which was stupid expensive and it I mean, it was good, but uh, still the, the best one video I bought on your website. since then is like 50 million times better, you know, and it was a zillionth of the price. So, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, that if uh, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff we've just learned by trial and error, you know, what works, what doesn't work. And, you know, trivia, I never thought actually i brought trivia in the first year i went to mobile beat i came back from mobile beat super pumped i was like oh man i was like this is my first dj conference i'm like nadia get ready you know like go get a new pair of shoes we're gonna be we're, 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 we're gonna be rich you know <laughs> um, don't worry about it. like let's let's do this thing and so we i was like we're gonna bring in trivia and i didn't even i didn't want the trivia that i found at mobile beat i was like so i started researching different trivia and i found this trivia that you could do on your phone and that was being used in the UK and it was only in the UK, but I was like, I can make this my own. You know, I don't, I'm, instead of having people use their phones, cause back then batteries weren't, you know, that weren't lasting very long and all of that people's phones were dying. So I bought fire, fire, Kindle fire tablets. I wait, waited for Amazon day, bought a ton of them. I think I own like a hundred of them now. And we used to bring like a case of 16 to a bar. And I would, I bought this nice, like shiny metal. It looks like I'm a spy walk in with this case, pop it open and it's full of, uh, electronics, you know, and I take people's, um, ID cards and uh -huh. I would trade them for a tablet and provide them instead of using their phone. Now they get a tablet and they're all excited. They're like, Oh, I get to take this back to my table. I'm like, yeah, that's your answer pad. And so we created a whole different trivia vibe that people weren't used to. And our trivia just took off. It added so much new revenue to our business and it was such a great addition and it, it just you know finding stuff like that to to just get out of that box and make more money like that you wouldn't even think of yeah it great for us i can't believe you've been doing it since 2010 even if that was like the first year um you're yeah. how old are you 36 36 okay that's yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like in 2010, I was like, what the fuck was I doing in 2010? Not shit. That, that's what I was doing. A whole lot of nothing. I, um, I, I think I just picked up, picked up a DJ controller. Rick was in second grade. In I was not in second grade, fucker. <laughs> Rick, Rick couldn't even. I was a freshman in high school. Shoes in 2010. <laughs> I was a freshman in high school. Just picked up a DJ controller, the Hercules oh, yeah. Four Set. I graduated. I graduated high school in 20 uh, in 2009. So yeah, I was doing nothing. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I graduated in 2003, and then. 
yeah, it just took a few years to figure out like, okay, I, I, you know, I tried working for some companies and this and that. And I was just like, I don't know, man, I need to find something. Yeah. 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 It feels good to Um, find something you like doing and go and just roll with it, you know, like, uh, and if it's successful, then obviously that's great too. But just like, uh, uh spinning your wheels fucking sucks you know um figuring it out you you know you found your trivia and your karaoke and it just like clicked and you just took off you know uh it's being like like i don't know like for for so long trivia had such a or i mean karaoke had such a bad stigma to it and still does in certain places you know it definitely does so does Um, karaoke in some areas too to, to the point where I've, I've always, I've almost like not liked being called or introduced as the karaoke guy, you know, <laughs> I just recently started embracing it. You know, Nadia has always told me, she's like, Hey, look, just embrace it. Like you're at a karaoke, you know, like, okay, like I can DJ too. Am I the best DJ? No, not even close. You know, I'm sure there's, you know, there's t- tons of DJs that blow me out of the water, but I'm super confident in karaoke. And yeah. so you know, if I could be the best out of the best out of the best of karaoke, then I guess I should embrace it. You know, like yeah, yeah. I do feel like we like, I've only seen other a few other karaoke like guy uh, guys or girls that can put out a show similar to ours. And it's just been recently, like in the past, not at all. But I think it's starting to catch on. I think people are starting to be like, OK, we can make karaoke cooler, you know, it's starting to get a little better because I, I have seen some some more cooler shows, whether it be on TikTok or, you know, yeah. um, some of these other uh, social media things. But th- this one that I did the last week at Moonshine, it was by far the most craziest. They have like a sing, dance, crawl in San Diego that they do once a year. And it's uh, for a charity. And I got to host the karaoke karaoke portion of this. And it was like, it was like you picture like a Vegas nightclub. It was like doing karaoke to like a Vegas nightclub. It was insane. <laughs> Standing room only, people on both both decks, all singing. You know, it was just it was insane. I loved That's it. That's awesome. I, Remind me, what's the name of your company? Almost Famous Entertainment. Yeah, it's right. Almost Famous Entertainment. So, have you thought about um, franchising? I have. I have. I've actually, I have a guy that wants the franchise actually in our Riverside branch. He's like, I, I want to really like run with this and, you know, and I feel like he wants a piece, but I'm like, I got to figure out how to do that, you know? And so I would love to franchise it. I, I have, I have people that have been karaoke regulars and have since moved to other States that will still message me and be like, dude, they don't have anything like what we used to have in San Diego. Like, how can I start something out here? Like start an almost famous branch out here. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I definitely think that's something that I need to need to focus on. Yeah. I was curious if you, if you got that great of a brand or whatever, it's great retirement plan down the line. Yeah. Franchise it out. I mean, before COVID, that's why we bought a house an hour outside of San Diego is because I just didn't need to be there all the time. We had such a, a, a great team and things were rolling so well that I was like, cool, you guys got this. You know, I can step up. I was going to be a volunteer firefighter. Like I had I, all these plans and then COVID hit and it was like that whole thing crumbled. <laughs> and so now we're building it back. I've had to jump in as we've been hiring on people and work help with the training. And so I feel like I back and forth from San Diego way more than I planned on being. Um, 
but we're getting there. We have a great, strong team now. We have we designated managers for each branch, and um, it's it's working out really well. So, but we're also keep growing. So it's one of those things that every time we get a new spot or something, I want to be there. Yeah. But that seems yeah. like that's happening every week. So I'm still constantly in it. You know. Hey, as long as you're enjoying it, as long as you're having fun, it's all nice. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. Uh, his karaoke shows the shit. <laughs> it's fun, dude. It's funny because there's like a what was that little fucking meme? Me standing in the corner, all emo at that. Uh, but I was having fun. That's me having fun. So you can when I'm not having fun, that's when it's scary. But uh, that was it. Was good. Uh, yeah, that was that would be that was fun. I I just remember you singing Shaggy specifically. I remember you know you were singing. Uh, the verse to it wasn't me i guess or maybe it was angel or something um but it sounded like i don't even you'd have to be there but i remember being like what the fuck i was like this is crazy like carrie and normally i'm like karaoke's fucking lame sorry but like it was so much fun uh and so i stood against the wall (laughs) well we still get that man it's it's funny like i can yeah the shaggy one is always I love to pull that out at corporate parties or something like that when they're, you know, when people aren't expecting it to, to have this like Jamaican, you know, voice come out of me, you know, they're just like, holy crap, like did that, is that guy really singing? Like that, It like, caught me off guard. It, that was what caught me so off guard. Oh, I, love it, man. I love those shocking moments. We have, we'll have these singers that you just, you never know what you're going to get with karaoke, but it's also how you play it. Now, if you're, if I'm sitting there and we have a bad singer and I'm sitting there going like, Oh, Oh, you know, and I'm like, Oh, you know, then just the whole, everybody gets uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to see that. Like they're like, but if you're like, you know, I always like, I'm super positive. I'm super like, even if they're horrible and butchering it, you know, I'm like, I'm like, great job, you know, high five. They feel good. I feel good. And then, boom, I'm hitting the crowd with energy right after that song's done. And then people's minds go, oh, I love this song. And then all of a sudden, I forget. Right. I was about to say, do you like, if they're doing bad, do you like encourage the crowd? Like, come on, sing along or something. Yeah. Drown it yeah. out a little I bit. I, I won't interrupt their song, but if there's like a musical break or something, yeah. you know, I'll or I'll pull out my phone and I have this like little lighter app, you know, and I'll light the lighter, you know, and I'll raise it up like that. And they get the whole crowd going with it, you know, and it's just, it's creating that fun, safe vibe and people enjoy it gotcha yeah. do you do anything to try and make them sound better like do you add a bunch of echo or reverb to their voice on occasion no just believe it or not dude the karaoke people are some of the most biggest divas you'll ever run into oh like, really like luckily i'm downtown like so we get a revolving door of people but i've been to spots outside of downtown and we even have some in our riverside branch you know that are just like people like their song a particular way and if you mess with their voice at all you it doesn't matter if they suck you're making them suck by messing with their voice you know that it's just an outlet for them to blame you so i don't mess with anybody's voice i'm like (laughs) besides turning down the lows or the highs or you know something like that i don't or if they ask me to add re- some reverb to it or something, I'll add some echo to their to their voice if they're doing like a Phil Collins song or something. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> for the most part, I leave that alone. I'm like, look, if you suck, that's on you. <laughs> you can't blame me because as soon as they don't hear their... A lot of people just believe they're really good. And yeah. even if they're really bad, they just they have it set in their mind. 
I've had tone deaf people get up there and just think they crushed it. And I mean, everybody in the bar, you know, they feel bad. So they're like clapping and high-fiving them. And it's great because they feel great about themselves. But it, there's been some that it's like, Ooh, <laughs> you should have, shouldn't have been up there. <laughs> right. So do you got any uh, secrets or methods to finding your staff? I hire a lot of people that I just like that come to my shows. Like most people with karaoke, they like when, when they become regulars, they don't see it as a job. They see it as fun, you know, like they're and it, but that's the thing you got to tell them too. And this is where you find out like if they're, if they're up for it, because it's a whole different, you know, when you, when you switch, yeah. switch sides, I've had people that are be, they'd be like, yeah, you don't even have to pay me, man. I'm, I'm here already. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like you're not here as a guest to have fun. You're here to run the show. Right. Make sure everyone has fun. (laughs) Yeah. And so I've had people that just don't work out because of that reason. They're just like, Oh, this is, I have a much, you know, much greater respect for you now that I've seen what you do. And I'm I'm like, yeah, it's not easy, but a lot of times like, yeah, just, just seeing people at your shows, you know, you can kind of tell off a body language. You can see how they interact with other people. Um, I'll, I'll go up to somebody and I'll just be like, Hey, have you ever thought of like hosting, you know, karaoke? Oh yeah. I would, I, I would, you know, I would love to train you if you want to come out and check it out or go out with one of our managers and yeah, yeah. I'll give it a shot. I, you know, I go to school and I have some free time in the nights and that's, we've hired, we've had a great success rate with, uh, hiring within. So what's a, what's a manager do? Like I, I I'm always curious on the business side of like your, your kind of, uh, I don't know, like structure or what org chart of how it trickles down from owner to manager and the manager handles this and how that all works. What's well, because we provide all of the equipment, uh-huh. you know, there's a lot of like, we'll have technical issues or, you know, we'll have something go on. And if I can't get there or say here, I'm in Arizona, I know that Veronica, our San Diego manager has it handled. You know, they're going to call her. They're gotcha. going to, she's going to walk them through, Hey, you need a, connect the TV this way, or you need to, you know, shut, unplug it and plug it back in, you know, have you followed all these steps? And if, if something needs to be ran down to her, like a a cable broke or something like that, she can go down and do that. Like, I want to just ask one of my regular employees to do that unless it was an emergency. So, so would she like stay unbooked for the most part at events just to be there and help out and move around? So I pay her like a salary pretty much. So yeah. she knows what she's going to make every two weeks. You know, she has her, her, um, and, and then she has her duties, you know, whether some weeks may be crazier than other weeks, but, um, if she does, if she has to do some extra driving or some extra this or that, then we'll, you know, we'll pay her more or we'll cover it. But, um, yeah, she's just kind of like our dedicated, yeah, I leave her and she also fills in. So if we have a spot where somebody yeah. gets sick and I'm not there, or, you know, then she'll, she'll fill in, but we leave her unbooked for the most part. Then the, the, would that manager also do the bookings? Like, uh, like handling scheduling of the guys. And then do they also do any of like the new inquiry bookings, like trying to sell at all? I haven't gotten there yet. I still handle all the sales and stuff like that. I mean, they know how much we charge and how yeah. much we, so if she runs into somebody out on the street and they're like, Oh, we want karaoke. She could be like, cool. You know, it's two fifty for three hours. You know, if that's something you're interested in, here's Chad's number, reach out to Chad, you know, and then they'll call me and I'll be like, Oh, okay. So 
but no, I leave the, the that part. I've still done to my done myself. I've I have thought of like hiring on a like a sales manager or something like that to help, but I just don't know if it's necessary yet. Like I feel like then I won't have anything to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, that sucks. <laughs> I got to stay involved somehow, or else you know people will be like, it's still weird when I'll go downtown San Diego and you know some of these venues I haven't been in in weeks you know i'll walk in or months you know and they won't even know who i am like i'll, I'll go in and we've been doing karaoke there for months and just like who are you and i'm like i own that company <laughs> yeah, i work with the karaoke company oh okay go ahead <laughs> so, i just work with them that's funny yeah no i try not to throw it around too much like i this downtown has changed a lot i used to know everybody man like i and i still know a lot of people but um it's crazy how many new faces it's like all these spots after COVID have just like, they lost everything rebuilding. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's an interesting time, but I like to keep, keep involved, keep in the business. Cool. 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 Nothing but good times though to come. I'm sure. Yeah. Tons of busyness, but, um, I know you're trying to get to the bars and, uh, get out of here and have some fun time. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is it's getting dark darker as yeah i know i keep seeing your room get darker and darker and darker yeah cool well i'll see you in two weeks my friend looking forward to it we're gonna have some fun at marquee even it's though you're awesome. coming late yeah 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 morning of morning Are of you i'm not going to marquee no okay i got enough going on right here when is marquee next week uh june 14th well, June 14th, it starts. My thing is June 13th. That's the important day. Right. My bad. It's only <laughs> June 13th, actually. I forget <laughs> why I decided. No other days. <laughs> <sighs> um, well, wrap it up, Rick. Let's go. I was looking to see why I was. It? I remember someone asked me about going to Marquee, and I was just like, I looked, and it's just not going to work with my schedule. I think it's just too early on in the year right now. I got too much going on. Uh, trying to get through the spring madness, but... Anyways, uh, yeah, Eric wants me to wrap it up. Anyways, uh, Chad, where can people find you, hit up you? Where do you want people to interact with you? So um, best place for me, I'm, I'm trying to transition over into Instagram. I've been doing a lot more <laughs> Instagram stories. I still haven't figured out that whole messaging thing on Instagram where you have your general and your primary mailbox and all of that. Ugh. So Facebook Messenger, always easy. You could call me, text me. Uh, um, my number is pretty much on my website, almostfamoussd.com. Uh, you can find my cell phone number. Yeah, call me, text me, um, hit me up at Marquee, uh, whatever. You know, I'm always happy to help and, and, you know, spread some, you know, some karaoke trivia, midweek money knowledge if I, if I can. Cool, cool, cool. I think you gave a lot of nuggets for people out there today, especially thinking of karaoke in a different way too, which is awesome. But anyways, it was a pleasure having you on. Eric, pleasure having you on as a oh, <laughs> a Zoom guest. I'll see you next week, Rick. <laughs> we don't have one next week, remember? It's oh, well, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get dinner then. Yeah, we'll get dinner or something. Okay. Actually, a speaking of which, Christine definitely wants to have dinner with you and Rachel sometime. She yeah, like made that a priority that. for me to mention to you because you weren't going to be here today. Anyways, good thing to put up. Anyways, like, comment, subscribe, follow the podcast. Uh, we will catch up on audio versions of the podcast on all those different sources, Spotify, Apple 
podcast and all the different things in the coming weeks. But anyways, guys, appreciate everyone tuning in, everyone that's listening after the fact. Chad, thank you so much for having you guys on. And um, we'll see you guys in two weeks with the next one. Peace. Thanks for having me, guys.